0: How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with the boys Alex and Ryan. Today we're talking about Everson Pereira, interesting prospect for this Yankee team. You know, he's definitely considered one of their top five prospects. You know, Keith Law from The Athletic put him... Um, in his top 100 prospects, and he's a very interesting player that has a really interesting hit tool. Um, he's got some good defensive metrics, you know, and Orion's got a lot of information for you regarding this specific player. Now, he started last year um, in Double A and really kind of carried throughout—well, actually, he started in A-plus with Hudson Valley, and then he got promoted to Double A. He played in 73 games um, with A-plus and then really went on to play pretty well for Somerset, and I think that ultimately— his metrics are kind of interesting. If you look at his strikeout rate, but then you look at his on-base percentage, he's not a big power guy, but he does have some power to his game. He's a good athlete, good defensive player. The question is, like, what can he be in the future? So we're going to give you an idea of what Everson prayer who isn't talked about a lot, being that he's a top five prospect in the Yankees system, the fact that he's not really mentioned that often—you know—we really focus on guys like Volpe, Peraza, Dominguez. You know, a lot of these more prominent names. Pereira kind of gets overlooked because of those like headliners, but he's a very talented player that could end up being something for this Yankee team. He's on the forty-man roster. They obviously protected him from the Rule Five draft, and you know, he's someone that could end up competing for an outfield spot sooner rather than later. He had twenty-nine games at the Double level, so obviously, um, it's not a massive sample size. He'll probably, you know, probably get elevated to AAA um, when the season starts, or at least very sh- uh, soon after. Um, so I definitely think that you know there's a lot to like about him. Um, Pereira has a lot of great attributes, a lot of great qualities, Ryan. So you know, tell us a little bit about him because I definitely I'm, I'm intrigued to hear what you have to say because I know you're the prospect guy
1: here. Yeah, so Everson Pereira is someone that honestly, I mean. Everything's there talent-wise. Like when we talk about how he's, you know, been ranked in a lot of top 100 lists. Like there's, there's no question about the talent that Everson Pereira possesses. In terms of max exit velocity, he's been reported in, in to have. Exit velocities north of 113 miles an hour, which is ridiculous. And we're talking really, really, really good route power here. Um, You know, since 2021, he really broke out, you know, after uh, the COVID season or after the COVID pandemic, which is kind of where a lot of Yankee prospects like Peraza and Volpe, kind of uh, Oswaldo Cabrera as well, kind of uh, stood out. He has 34 home runs, 10 triples, 27 doubles, 30 stolen bases, and 151 games over those last two years, a 140 WRC plus 904 OPS. I mean, those type of things you're like, wow, you know, he's stealing 30 bases, 10 triples, nearly 30 doubles. You know, I mean, he, he he's an extra base hit machine, right? You know, but the issues are, you know, again, he's only played 151 games in those two years. He's had multiple IL stints. You know, even last year, the reason Dominguez got a shot at double A is because Pereira was hurt, right? He he missed uh, the tail end of that double A season. He got injured on, on September 7th and didn't play the rest of the year. Uh, even in his double A, he had two separate IL stints. He had an IL stint on, um late in July, he was actually taken out of a game. There were some uh, concerns that he was going to get traded, but that happened in back-to-back years, actually. He was getting taken out of the game, and it wasn't because of being traded. It was because he was having fatigue issues, or, you know, it was an injury thing. But if you look at that stint where he comes back from injury in August, and he's back with a double-A team, 152 WRC plus, you know, again, extra base hit machine. He had, you know, three three triples in 20 games is ridiculous. Uh, You know, Throw on four doubles and four home runs. He got 12 extra base hits in just 20 games. Um, you know, he's able to hit for a pretty high average due to his BAPIP, you know, over again, over those last two years, he's hitting 285 because of a really high BAPIP. He hits the absolute, he hits the crap out of the ball. He hits the ball really hard. He's going to be a high BAPIP guy. He's really fast as well. Again, it's just a matter of staying healthy, number one. And then number two, consistency, right? Uh, the big thing with with Everson Prairie, his, his number one biggest issue is his strikeout rate. 27.7% over the last two years. And A last year was 30.1%. You want to see that number come down a little bit. Um, even if, you know, you're, you're not expecting Everson Pereira to ever be a guy who strikes out like under 20% of the time. That's just not who he is. Uh, but can you get that number to around 25, 26% in the higher levels of the minors? That's really all you're looking for, right? Um... Again, Pereira is not someone who I'm going to sit here and say has a great contact, uh, has a great feel for making contact, but he can hit for high average. He can't get on base at a decent clip. He slugs pretty well. He runs the bases really well. Again, he's a primary center fielder. I imagine he slides over to a corner outfield spot uh, unless Dominguez has to slide over to a corner in, uh, outfield spot, uh, but quite frankly, all the tools are there for him to be a star level player, not just a good player, not just a solid player, not a role player, a star level player.
0: Interesting. So you know, you're you're saying star level player. Um, you know, obviously you you kind of reference the strikeout rate right, as a concern and. Another player that pops to my mind when I see that high strikeout rate, you know, specifically when you're talking about a player that hasn't even reached AAA yet, you know, are talking about maybe a guy like Estevan Florial as an interesting comp, right? Because, you know, Floreal's kind of a 5 tool guy. We know and love him for what he was projected to be. But he never really found that groove. He never really found his place in the MLB. He struggled offensively. Now, Pereira, when you're, when you're not able to hit for power and your strikeout rate's about 30%, that scares, for lack of a better term, scares the shit out of me. You know what I mean? If you're not hitting 20 plus homers a year, and you know, if you're if you're hitting you know striking out 30, percent but you're hitting 40, 30 plus homers, you're like maybe like a Stanton would. You can justify it, right? You're like, that, that's reasonable. We get it. You're gonna strike out. We're trading one thing for the other. But is the same value coming from extra base hits? You know, is like I said before. When he makes contact, it's good contact. But he doesn't make a ton of contact all the time. He's not going to be your traditional contact hitter, where he's getting a fifteen percent strikeout rate, but hitting singles and you know consistently getting on base, walking a lot. You know, seven. I think what is it, a seven percent walk rate that uh, in Double A, seven point three percent. We need more sample size because again, coming off an injury, probably wasn't seeing a lot of pitches. You know, did have a twenty-seven percent strikeout strikeout rate with Hudson Valley, which still is not good. Um, that concerns me. Do you think that? There's a legitimate case to be made that he can really improve that number because I don't necessarily know it's it doesn't have anything to do with fundamentals for me. It has everything to do with just seeing the ball properly. You know those off-speed pitches. If they if they mix in pitches that you know are just you know breaking and just you know changing velocities, I just don't think that he can catch up at the major league level yet. Um, I think he needs another another year in the minors to really iron his vision out and really see the ball better because you know if he gets to the majors. And, and you know he's striking out at thirty percent now. I have to imagine he's going to be hovering like the thirty to thirty-five percent rate in the MLB level, and he's not going to hit home runs. Um, that's a concern for me. I, I so personally my take is I actually see him more of as a trade piece than a, than a, a future like outfielder for this team because I don't necessarily think he fits the mold for what the Yankees like to do. I don't think that. They like to go with high strikeout guys who don't hit for power, don't hit a lot of home runs. I think that they try to avoid players like this. Um, you know, out, defensively, I think he's solid and he'll be fine. But offensively, I am quite concerned. Um, do you think that maybe he would be considered considered a trade piece? You know, you you mentioned you referenced before how there were rumors going on that he could be included. I would not be surprised if he was included this year. You know, what are your thoughts on that aspect?
1: Yeah, so, you know, considering the fact they have Jason Dominguez, they have Spencer Jones, you know, Aaron Judge has obviously just been locked up. He is going to be there for the foreseeable future. Um, There's a legitimate conversation to be had about which which of these outfielders are going to stick with the organization, right? Uh, This is going to be a question we have with the infield as well. You know, Roderick Arias is coming up, uh, you know, trying to get himself uh, to the uh, higher levels of the minors, you know, get himself to the United States, all that stuff. Um, you have Trey Sweeney, you have Anthony Volpe, Oswald Peraza, Oswaldo well, Cabrera. You know, they're going to be questions about who sticks and who doesn't. And Pereira is definitely a guy where you look at him and you say, you know, maybe you keep Dominguez over Pereira. But um, the Esteban compare Floreal comparison, I think, is a fair one to make. You know, both those guys were ridiculously talented. And I think you look at what detracted uh value from Floreal, um, it, it absolutely was just injuries, right? If he didn't get injured, if he wasn't banged up as much, if he didn't miss that 2020 season because of the COVID pandemic, I think we're looking at a lot more of a... Uh, better career for Florial. I think he could at least have been a fourth outfielder um you know Pereira isn't the patient high contact guy that I think the Yankees have been looking for the way they you know kind of brought up Volpe but uh in a sense I kind of like that more aggressive approach I think the Yankees do need guys who can go out there and, and just mash the baseball and, and go out and do you know things like be aggressive in the strike zone and, and uh you know chase and hunt fastballs or, or chase or hunt uh for um action or forcing a ball in play so um, I think that ultimately benefits Pereira and at the end of the day you know if injuries are the reason why Pereira doesn't make it you know that's totally within the reason of a Probable outcomes, if as you mentioned, the strikeout rates he just never really finds his hit tool, also completely plausible. Don't think that's out of the picture. Um, but there is that outcome where Everson Pereira uh, finds his hit tool a little bit. You know, not not saying he goes out there and again he has like a sub 20 strikeout rate, uh, but he goes out there and his strikeout rate is manageable, and he hits 260, and he has a you know a 330, 340 on base, and his power carries him to near 500 slugging. And you're talking about a guy who's a dynamic player and is in the in in the in the middle of uh, a youth movement that is still blossoming you know I talk about Austin Wells as someone who can uh, make an impact this year Pereira is not only already on the 40 man unlike Wells they also got to A and put up a similar WRC Plus in a similar amount of games played. They're not too far apart in their development, and we've already heard Wells be talked about as someone who can play at the Major League level next year. Is Pereira someone who's too far behind in his bat? I don't think so. I think it's more so just finding that hit tool, as you mentioned, and just getting comfortable in AAA and then making his uh, graduation to the Major League level, which I think could happen this year, especially since, again, he's on the 40-man already. Absolutely. I mean, when you're looking at Everson Pereira...
0: You know, this is a player that the Yankees could end up actually, you know, putting in that left field competition. You know, look, Brian Cashman already took three guys, right? He took three players, put them already in it with Oswaldo Cabrera, Aaron Hicks, and Everson Pereira, or rather, uh, Esteban Florial. Why? I mean, based on the fact that Florial has not been able to develop and become that MLB, you know, star that we all hoped he would be what's the point of not giving Everson Prairie an opportunity as well? You know what I mean? Like, he's on the 40-man roster. Give him some spring training reps. I don't think he's going to win it. But, you know, at the very least, have him go up against Major League talent and see what he's got, see what kind of, uh, you know, production he can curate or create, rather. Um, you know, just put something on on the stat sheet against Major League-level talent and A level talent. Like... We need to see him at a higher level because I I am concerned about that strikeout rate. I am concerned he doesn't hit for power in that regard. So, you know, we'll see what happens here, guys. But ultimately, this is a very talented prospect. A lot of people are very high on him. He made the top 100 prospect list for a reason. Do I see him with a future on this Yankee team? Personally, I think that he's better of a, as a, a trade piece because um, I don't think he exactly fits the mold that we have and especially because Jason Dominguez is going to be that prominent guy. I feel like we have others rising through the system that will be better options in the outfield. You know, you got Judge locked in, you got Cabrera there, um, you know, you still have Harrison Bader, you know, maybe we extend him and then you just have um, Dominguez end up getting elevated and playing left field. There's so many things that that, that can really unfold here and Cabrera may not be a necessity at the end of the day, but I love your perspectives on this player, guys. He's a very, talented one. Um, he does have a lot of value. You know, I have my perspectives. And of course, Ryan, you think he could be a potential star. Um, and he has all the qualities to do that. It's just a matter of like, can he improve fast enough? Can he adjust his game? Can he stay healthy? You know, that's a variable you mentioned before as an important one. Um, so I do want to throw that into the mix there. But guys, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe as always. Make sure to have a fantastic rest of your day. We got spring training coming up in about two weeks. We got you guys covered with all the news um, on a daily basis and going into spring training. There's going to be a lot of it. And we got you guys covered as as always, like I said before, like, subscribe, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fire Side Yankees episode.